Welcome to the Asia Insurance Review Podcast. In this episode, Insurance in Hong Kong 2019, you will hear about some of the bigger issues that insurers, reinsurers, brokers and insurtechs are facing. Hong Kong's life insurance market has been one of the most active and competitive in the world. With recent developments involving China's Greater Bay Area Initiative, the Hong Kong Insurance Authority's moves to strengthen the insurance market further, the city's life insurers have a lot to look forward to. The biggest milestone in Hong Kong's life insurance market has been the introduction of a Voluntary Health Insurance Scheme, VHIS, which aimed to ease the burden on the public health care system. The scheme includes two certified plans with coverage extended to a variety of conditions such as unknown pre-existing conditions, congenital treatment and psychiatric treatment. Renewal is also guaranteed up to 100 years of age, alleviating the issue of older Hong Kong residents living without insurance. With the proposed tax incentives, up to 8,000 Hong Kong dollars per family member, about 1.5 million residents are expected to buy coverage through the program over the next three years. This is undoubtedly a huge opportunity for Hong Kong's life insurers. AIA, Prudential and Manulife all officially launched both certified standard plan and flexi plan products under the VHIS on April 1st, 2019, the same day the program was officially rolled out. They are one of the 11 insurers approved by the city government to join the program. Others include Zurich, FWD, Bupa, BOC Life, FT Life, and Bowtie. Surveys conducted by Hong Kong life insurers found that over half of Hong Kong's working population is interested in purchasing VHIS. People with more medical protection tend to be more interested in topping up their protection with VHIS. About 60% of respondents with dependents are also interested in buying VHIS products for their family members given that such premium expenses are tax deductible. Nearly 60% of respondents find VHIS tax deductions appealing, further supporting the expectation of a positive response. Around 80% of respondents plan to enrol in VHIS plans or find out more about the scheme. Close to 60% of respondents who currently have medical insurance will purchase an additional policy or migrate their existing policy to a certified VHIS plan. One of the biggest issues plaguing insurance in the region is still the lack of awareness and understanding of insurance. This has created a demand for simplicity that insurtechs are looking to fill. Across the region, insurance is still largely considered a push product with low penetration and awareness. In Hong Kong, customers experience a number of problems when they buy insurance for example, complicated procedures, industry jargon, or complex policy terms, according to Blue CEO Charles Hung. Blue is a digital insurance joint venture owned by Aviva, Hill House, and Tencent. We're here to revolutionize the market, and part of our, I guess, um, objective is to change that phenomenon. 
And we're looking at three areas of disruptions. One is regarding proposition disruption. Uh, by that we mean that we need to address market pain points. The proposition ought to be simple and flexible. Uh, simple and flexible means that we need to uh, make sure products are actually easy to understand. Interaction uh, with the consumer need to be very straightforward, need to be extremely flexible. Um, and the second disruption that we're looking at is um, marketing disruption. The traditional way of insurance product is lacking engagement. Right? Normally, you buy insurance product, um, you probably uh, only see your agent your, or your only intent with the insurance company when there's a problem. Mm. And very often, they're probably months away or years away after you actually purchase uh, the product. So our our marketing um, disruption is very different, right? I think we use very um, local, authentic um, uh, marketing strategy to engage our consumer. Uh, we also use a nurturing effort, an educational effort to not just immediately push the product to the consumer, but it's really engage them throughout the process. Um, the engagement involves um, uh, bringing the awareness, uh, increasing their interests, and then kind of um, identifying or arousing their desire to purchase. So it's really a cycle of marketing uh, activities that we actually go through. Um, the final bit is definitely about the user experience, the user experience disruption. I think a lot of these, you might have the best product, you might have the best marketing, but if you don't have the best user experience, it won't work. Medical costs continue to rise in Hong Kong, with the median medical expense at private hospitals being $45,000, which is about three times the median personal income in the city. From 2014 to 2018, surgical expenses in the private sector went up by 30% on average. A survey conducted on 1,006 people in the working population aged between 25 and 60 found that over 40% of the interviewees already covered by the health protection think that the protection level is inadequate. In fact, statistics show that group medical benefits offered by employers often only cover about two-thirds of medical expenses for hospitalisation, not to mention the situation of those without any group medical benefits when changing jobs or retired. In times of serious illness, People without any insurance expect to pay over 80% of potential medical expenses using their savings. The demand for quality services have also increased. Medical inpatient bed occupancy rate has always been over 100% in Hong Kong. In 2018, the median waiting time of new case bookings in medicine specialist outpatient clinics was 118 weeks. The prolonged waiting time often turns people to the private sector if they can afford them. Manulife survey found that 70% of respondents prefer private healthcare services. Insurers have responded well to these challenges. AIA, for example, extended the coverage of all its medical products from just inpatient care to include outpatient procedures performed at a day surgery centre 
in order to meet the growing popularity of day surgeries. DBS Bank also tweaked its bank assurance offering in Hong Kong to respond to the changing consumer demands. DBS Director, Head of Bank Assurance Terry Lee, explains the strategy behind the launch and where the products fit in the scheme of things. I think it is part of our sort of overarching micro insurance strategy. And that is actually triggered um, by the change of behavior of the customers when the digitization disruption is coming into the picture. Okay. So once again, right, I think it, it, if we're really customer-centric type of thinking, if the customers, they don't want, why they don't want packaged product from the bank in a traditional channel is, it's complicated. Number two, is hard to connect that sort of solution of the need when their lifestyle, when their sort of, you know, the daily living become more, we will say like more fragmented, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. of you know, everything is easy, right in your fingertips, right? You don't, even like travel like travel actually is a good like example, right? People actually do hotel, you know, air ticket, even on the ground entertainment, all the wanna by themselves, by different apps, right? So that means that the mandatory travel agent is is sort of getting tougher and tougher to do to add value to the customer because mm-hmm. it is on that. New reserve and capital requirements, Hong Kong risk-based capital as well as new accounting standards are expected to become effective in the coming years. These will generate impact on the overall financial position of any insurance company and have further implications on the design of insurance products. While IFRS 17 has been a big cost burden for insurers all over the globe, the Hong Kong life insurers we talk to are confident in their ability to meet the standards by the deadline, given their globe-spanning resources. Beyond new compliance requirements, a continuing lack of insurance awareness remains a big risk for the industry. Natural catastrophes remain the third top risk in the wake of high activity in the Hong Kong region. Business disruption, which typhoons contribute to, has taken second place. The geographical location of Hong Kong makes it vulnerable to tropical storms and typhoons between May and November of each year, and scientists have predicted that storms and typhoons will continue to get stronger and more frequent as a result of global warming. This increasing severity and volatility of catastrophes combined with the higher economic activity, which creates more expensive, denser buildings as populations and business expand, have made the claims larger in size, particularly in Asia. So it's not surprising that storm damage and losses were the top cause of corporate insurance claims from July 2013 to 2018, according to Alliance's 2018 Global Claims Review. These accounted for 38% of the value of the 1,169 claims analysed, totalling 25.4 million, despite its making up just 10% of the actual number. In Hong Kong, 
Claims due to the property damage and business disruption from the five typhoons that hit between June and October 2017 reached 935 million Hong Kong dollars, with Typhoon Hato accounting for almost 858 million Hong Kong dollars, according to the Hong Kong Federation of Insurers. The Greater Bay Area project in full swing and mainland Chinese regulations are looking favourably upon Hong Kong's reinsurers. In July 2018, the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission, CBIRC, agreed to give preferential treatment to Hong Kong-based reinsurers. The total GDP of the Greater Bay Area, GBA, was 1.5 trillion in 2017 and is projected to grow to 4.6 trillion by 2030. A large part of this development has not just been the strides the Hong Kong government has made to establish the territory as a centre for banking and financial services, but also due to the recent efforts of the mainland Chinese government. There have been several moves that have had a significant positive impact on the growth of GBA. The many AI products that are being pushed in China as a huge boon to ensure tech development and ensure tech cooperation across the Bay, especially with Shenzhen solidifying its reputation as the Silicon Valley of Asia. The infrastructure and talent needed for ensure tech innovations abound in Shenzhen, and insurers only need to implement the right incentives in order to take advantage of this resource. Competition within Hong Kong could increase if the Greater Bay Area Initiative introduces an Insure Connect scheme, which allows more cross-border insurance transactions. Even as this helps Hong Kong insurers bridge the mainland market, mainland insurers would likely be allowed to operate in Hong Kong, further increasing pricing pressure. With technology as an integral part of our daily lives and customers becoming more digitally savvy, InsureTech will continue to influence the industry's customary way of doing business and will challenge all players to integrate digital technology into their business models to meet evolving customer behaviour and changing expectations. The last year has seen several InsureTechs provide digital insurance in Hong Kong. Digital insurer Bowtie became the first entity to be granted a virtual insurance licence in Hong Kong securing approval under the Fast Track Authorization Scheme. Getting regulatory approval was the first step and now the company is turning its attention to other challenges faced by InsureTechs. Despite the challenges, Hong Kong has several things going that make it ideal for InsureTechs and digital insurers. Here are some more observations from Blue CEO Charles Hung. I think certainly I look forward to further adoption of of digital insurance going forward, right? Because I'll be very frank, I think the challenge remains with the consumer educations, um, the consumer's understanding, mm. the consumer's adoption. It really is about changing behaviors, right? It's really is about, I mean, traditionally people like to interact with a human person, right? People like to, um, people love to kind of have everybody do doing things for you rather than rather than uh, um, uh, kind of acquiring these kind of uh, 
insurance products on their own. I think our our noble accountabilities to some extent is to give um, those people want to be in control and option, empowering them through digital tools, and also be a little be a lot more forward looking. I think if you look at the millennials at this point, I think probably you probably do you see the millennial these days? I mean the eighteen twenties, mm. twenty years olds. Would they talk? Would they love to talk to an intermediary person? <laughs> you can't even get them to talk to their parents, right? Since the establishment of Hong Kong's insurance authority last year, the Hong Kong Federation of Insurers has had to shift focus to maintain its position as an advocate for the industry. While the insurance authority has taken over regulatory responsibilities for Hong Kong's insurance sector, HFKI is still performing the role as a self-regulatory organisation implementing the code of conduct for the administration of insurance agents. In preparation for this change, HKFI has formulated a framework of collaboration with the insurance authority to reaffirm its position as a vital voice of the industry. It has also set out specific areas where it plans to work with the insurance authority to enhance the industry's professionalism, drive best practice and promote consumer protection for the sustainable growth of the industry. This is not new for the HKFI, which has long been working to improve the industry's growth. One of its newest measures was the Insurance Fraud Prevention Claims Database, which is one of its top priorities under Vision 2028 and its five-year plan. The database was officially launched in December 2018. Thank you for listening to the Asia Insurance Review podcast from Asia Insurance Review. We hope you enjoyed hearing about some of the bigger issues facing the insurance sector. Be sure to subscribe to hear more podcasts from Asia Insurance Review.